This episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is sponsored by the most awesome Nick B, Anthony A, Matt N, Black Cat, Miss Tab, and the OT Gourmet Geek. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Welcome. We're here. We're back. Thanks for joining us on the 93rd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing the dark side of social media with friend request and unfriended. Excited about it. (laughs) For you new (laughs) listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Friend Request is currently on Netflix. Don't watch the one on Amazon Prime because that's the wrong one. Uh, And Unfriended is streaming on Hulu. Um, If you have Hulu streaming services or Hulu, what is it called? Like Uh, the live, it's like Hulu Live TV. Um, Or if you have a login to someone's i don't know like comcast account or wherever you can watch it on fx now i think is what the app is called that's what i did okay you watched the right friend request right i didn't even know there was another one but there's two i didn't either i watched the one on netflix okay good that's the that's the only one that i have knowledge about okay there's another one with anthony michael hall on amazon and it's supposed to be horrible so don't watch that one Oh my god, if I sound echoey, I'm just gonna apologize in advance. I'm gonna try not to like be loud. So if I my voice might be less exciting because I, f- I hear no, so much of an s- echo. I don't hear it at all. Oh my god, I hear it in my own ears. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We're back. <laughs> we had a hiatus. We're back. Um, we have no idea what we're doing now, clearly. I, like, I don't know. It's gonna take me. I don't. Okay. I'm lost. <laughs> But before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Boogeyman Pop with a June... It was already released in June 23rd, but only at Cinepocalypse. Uh, There is not currently a wide release, but it's Blumhouse related, so I thought it'd be fun to do a trailer on it. It's written and directed by Brad Michael Elmore who you might remember from the very popular film, The Wolfman's Hammer. Oh, yes, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, the IMDb summary is a bat-wielding masked killer is... Sorry. A bat-wielding masked killer in a rusted-out black Cadillac weaves in and out of three interlocking seri- stories awash in sex, drugs, punk rock, black magic, and broken homes. I almost but got oh, through that. Okay. Yeah. Didn't work out. Weird. It's good. So it's going to be like, it's so it's a, uh, uh, oh my God, I almost just said anthropology. Like my brain <laughs> is still in Iceland. Like it has not come back yet. It's an anthropology. It's an anthropology. Fact. <laughs> With an IE at the end, like the store. 
exactly. I just, that's me drinking coffee. Um, so yeah, it's several stories interlocking, not just one story. And we call that an anthology. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. My head kept saying anthropology. Let anthropology. me jump in there. <laughs> Thanks for Allow me to in. take this one. Thanks for jumping in so soon. <laughs> really appreciate it. I was half waiting for really the anthropology again. really anticipated my need there. <laughs> You're welcome. I have been jet lagged all week. I have not been able to recommit myself to this time zone thing. I've just been so tired, too, so I get you. It's fine. I'm going to misspeak the entire episode, and it's really nothing new, let's be honest. Okay, It'll so, just make the episode more fun. I guess. Um, it's one of those things where I'll listen back and be like, what? Was I having a seizure? <laughs> Why was I talking like that? Um, okay, I really am smart in real life, I promise. <laughs> so let's talk about this trailer. <laughs> uh what did you think i got Carly? heavy stranger things vibes well it's the from mu- like it's the music right the music yeah. and like the glowing the, doorways yeah even the like little poster for it on imdb reminded me of like the babysitter mock-off like one mm. which is obviously from the babysitter but it sure. reminds me of stranger things because it's my favorite poster right. um so I don't know. I was kind of like distracted. It looks fun and it's got a relatively high score on IMDb too. So yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm down to watch it. It's, I'm not sure what to expect. It's got kind of a lower um, quality look to it. And I don't know if that's on purpose or what. Yeah. Um, I mean, Blumhouse picked this up. So I'm assuming we're going to get some kind of wide release. I'd probably watch it on VOD. I don't need, know if I need to go to the theater to see this. No, I mean, it, the, the way it looks doesn't make me want to see it on the big screen necessarily. I think that the, uh, I don't really get the story too much. Um, no, me either. But it has a cool vibe. It has a very Stranger Things. I mean, they're just, it kind of seems like they're just cashing in on the Stranger Things kind of thing with totally ki- i was like kids thinking that the whole time and- that's exactly what i was gonna say i was like thinking it the whole time i was like this is reminding me of stranger things and all of a sudden all the kids are riding their bikes down the street fast and i was like oh <laughs> yeah there it is some of the kids look nerdy but i mean whatever it's smart i guess so why not just cash in on that while it's popular right for um, sure um, i check it out the music is just very stranger things mm-hmm. like super like almost identical (laughs) yeah um but it looks kind of cool i mean the art looks kind of cool um i'm into it but it's it's definitely doesn't feel or seem original totally yeah which i'm not sure if that's what they're going for obviously so you know i mean that's yeah i mean it doesn't seem like they're going to be going trying to be original um right I do like anthology films, though. I do like uh, horror anthology films. It seems like they have a good um, mainline story uh, that's going to mm-hmm. connect them. So that's cool. Uh, and, you know, slashers are fun. So let's get back to it, I guess. Totally. All, All right. right. Let's move on. Let's jump into that first movie film we're speaking of today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is 2016's friend request, not to be confused with the other one from who knows what year. I think 14. Sounds great. 
Yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by Simon Verhoeven, a German actor and director who's done mostly comedies. Yep. Um, writers are Matthew Balin, Philip Koch, and Simon Verhoeven. The summary is, when a college student unfriends a mysterious girl online, she finds herself fighting a demonic presence that wants to make her lonely by killing her closest friends. So, I had no interest in seeing this movie ever. Did you? No, I had it on my watch list, but I think it's because originally I thought it was unfriended. Got it. And then I was like, no, that's not unfriended. I don't need to watch this movie unless we do it with Unfriended. And lo and behold, here we I are. Was, I was waiting for these movies to be streaming at the same time for a really yeah. long time. I wanted to watch them both together. As as many of you might know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Unfriended. I like Unfriended. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned it on the show a couple times. Um, I think people hate on it and because they haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. perfect, but it's really fun. I like it. Um, I like it too. I actually, and I didn't, I didn't absolutely hate this movie either. To be honest, I thought I would dislike it more than I did. Is a better way I definitely, to say it. Yeah, I didn't hate it either. Um, it's definitely like not super original, but like I told you, I really liked like the Im- like the weird artwork imagery that mm-hmm. we see like on this chick's thing i was like oh this is cool like if anything at least that's pretty sweet (laughs) yeah the artistic portion uh images Mm -hmm. are are very good it's fun to watch um it's fun to look at um i like how the graphics start like on her page like so we're we're looking at marina's page on facebook and um laura's deciding if she's gonna friend her or not because marina sends Mm -hmm. her a message that says like i really like to be friends marina has zero friends on facebook so laura start laura looks at her page before allowing her to be friends they're in the same class too so it's not like Mm -hmm. she's completely unknown to her right and so she's scrolling through and she just sees all these beautiful like artwork installations that are you know morbid and creepy but still really cool um really well done and she's like, okay, cool. I like your art and friends her. And then, you know, after shit starts to go down and she like looks at the history of her posts, it's like mm-hmm. creepy, like actual pictures and images and videos of bad things happening to people. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was clever. Um, I think a lot of the graphics are actually pretty good in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. where it really could have fallen off. Um, I, I think it was okay. There was a, definitely a couple scenes like I could have done without like the black wasp um, right. imagery. Like mm-hmm. some of that was just really a little over the top for me. Um, but I do like how they created like this magical world, this magical dark world that stuff is coming from. You know, like the the yeah. world beyond the mirror, where it's right. almost okay that it looks almost a little cartoony. Um, but I wish they they focused on that a little more because I think it would have made it easier to watch. Um, totally. Does that, I, does that make sense? Yeah. No, yeah. I do, and I I don't know. There were parts of it where I couldn't really figure out where where the movie was going. I mean, it kind of had. Um, well, I guess we should start with uh, the story where. So they're friends or she they she friends her on on Facebook um, or a, a site that's like Facebook. Basically. It looks exactly like Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then 
they like are walking together and like having a little chat. And then all of a sudden Marina's like, oh, it's your birthday tomorrow. Like, I'm really excited. I can't wait. And then basically is her name Laura? Our main chick. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's like, oh, like I'm just hanging out with my boyfriend tonight. Sorry. Like not a big party. But of course she's like going to a, a party with like all of her friends and like her mom and stuff. And Marina finds out and is just like really pissed and then ends up basically killing herself and filming it and it keeps like showing up in weird places um and burning a picture of laura that she drew yes that was her birthday present herself yeah yeah and she filmed it um and she said i've been working on this portrait for months and she's like you just friended me like yeah yesterday you know yeah um creepy laura seems to be a very nice person Mm -hmm. she has lots of friends she jogs you know she's one of the shiny happy people Mm -hmm. for the most part that you see in movies and marina is like you know ghost-faced really dark hair doesn't look like Mm -hmm. she's bathed in a while she pulls out her own hair she's like you know the weird artsy kid that sits in the corner yeah but like taken to the extreme yeah i mean i totally would have friended marina Oh, 100%. On Facebook. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Immediate. I wouldn't have even like spent as much time thinking about it as Laura did. Also, yeah. Laura has like 8,000 something odd friends on Facebook. She does have a lot of friends on Facebook. I don't. How is, is that like a thing? Is that what most people have as friends on Facebook? I'm going on my Facebook right now just to see how many friends I have on here. Because I feel like that's an extraordinary amount. Yeah, I have like 500 friends on Facebook. And I feel like that's too many. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't friend everybody. But yeah, like no, 8,000, like she is over 8,000. Did she too. have that many? That's yes. crazy. I don't even remember. I thought it's it was like 800. No, it was like an insane amount of friends. It was way too many friends, which slowly deteriorates throughout the film. Yeah. So basically Marina attacks, attacks Laura in the f- kitchen food area of the college mm-hmm. food area <laughs> or <laughs> cafeteria. the cafeteria aka nope, nope. food area um that's what i'm going with i feel like i feel like uh the girl from honeymoon you know where she forgets words for things like, <laughs> yeah amy's been taken over by aliens everybody <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> um <sighs> I forgot to boil water for my coffee. Um, <laughs> She's just stirring it. Just like her. Tap what water. does she call a suitcase? She calls it like a a clothes oh. box or something. Yeah, I yes. Remember. I want to call it a clothes box. I know. <laughs> Can you get the clothes anyway, box out of the closet? Marina attacks Laura at the, the food place. <laughs> Cafeteria. <laughs> yes. No, we're going with food place, remember? Okay. Um. And so uh, Laura makes the executive decision to unfriend Marina, in which case Marina flips out even more. And now crazy things are happening to Laura. She's having dreams. I think she was having dreams before she unfriended Laura or Marina. Yeah, I think that's kind of what prompted it. Yeah, but it like got. Yeah, that's part of the reason she decided not to invite her to her party is I think she was like, something's up with this chick. And um. I don't know. Here's the problem I have with this movie. I think that 
the base idea is really good. I had a better idea in my head than what happened. And I think that that kind of ruined it for me, which happens sometimes. I think that uh, it got a little muffled. I don't like the whole um, backstory of Marina. Um, me it either. It felt very the ring, ring but like right? not good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It had the ring and it had the grudge feelings totally. too. Especially like the whole like mysterious got to research the background of what's happening so we can figure out how to solve it. Except yes. Laura doesn't do the majority of the research. She has her boy toys do it for her. Yes. Because <laughs> she's got better things to do, I guess. I don't know. Um, but she has amazing eyebrows. I just need to say that. Like every time there was a close up of Laura's face, I was like, oh, I want her eyebrows. She has great eyebrows. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> Marina, not great eyebrows. Laura, fantastic eyebrows. That's how you can tell who's the good character and who's the bad <laughs> by their eyebrows. Um, anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like the whole ending sequence, I didn't like it. I didn't like the things they found out about Marina. Her mother was, her parents were in some kind of witch coven or something. And they lived on, they lived in this, I don't know, what did they live there or were they just there? There was a, there was a fire and they were doing some sort of ritual. Marina's mother was pregnant with her and had all these symbols carved in on her stomach and she was burned alive, but they like, kept her alive and sedated for like two months so that she could give birth to Marina. It's like a weird story that I don't think lended itself at all. I think totally. it would have been cooler personally if this happened to Marina too. And, yeah. and then she tries to track it back and it somehow leads her to like a witch coven, but like she can't figure it out in time. I think that would have been better because I feel sympathetic towards marina and i feel like her backstory doesn't make sense to what she was later why would she have become i don't know it just doesn't really make sense because laura turns into marina at the end and does the same thing marina did right 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 which i don't like i don't like that i don't mind that but if you're gonna do that you should make someone before marina dealing with this as well right or something you know. That would have been more interesting to me. Yeah. If and that's, that's where they I were going. was going to happen. And then as I found out more and more that Marina had like, you know, supernatural powers that she was like born with. I was like, I don't know that I care about that or that this even makes sense. And like all of the the code on Facebook for these Facebook pages because all these posts just happen and you can't delete them and it's, you know, people being murdered on your Facebook page and you can't delete right. your Facebook page. Um, which, by the way, I'm sure the police would have gotten involved more in trying to take down her page. It's, they I was, just kept yeah. asking her to take it down and she just couldn't. I was totally thinking that, too, especially because they mentioned later, like, well, we can't match the like IP addresses to you. I'm like, all right, like, uh, is that it? Just oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's it. They We're never even gonna... took her in for questioning or anything. Yeah, like, it was just weird. Like all of her friends are dying, and she's and all of their deaths are being posted on her Facebook page. Yeah, and they're like, she's still free. Yeah, she can it's still fine. do whatever. It's fine. And she she tries to delete them. She try, but like, and her friends are going. Her f- her friend count is going down, but. 
her other friends try to unfriend her and they can't. Right. So why are there some friends that can unfriend her and some friends that can't? I don't understand that rule. That rule doesn't make sense to me. It seems like Marina was going for her inner circle. Okay. The people that was like, because it was only the people that were at her birthday party. Okay. Is what it seemed like. Um, and then everyone else are probably just like acquaintances and connections and they're, they're free to go, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not a horrible movie. I, I think it's pretty easy to watch. There's a lot of jump scares. Like, be prepared for all the jump scares in all Amy of the Amy talks to me. She's like, oh, my God, so many jump scares. And I was it's like, yeah, like, it's all. That's I'd say all there's like is. 20 minutes where it's just constant. And you're like, okay, I need a break. Like, cut the tension a little bit. And it's not, they're not even super scary. But it's just like, you know, it's coming. And you know, it's coming. And you know, it's coming. <laughs> it's like. Uh, it's too much. Um, I don't know. It's, I think, watch it if you want to and don't if you don't. I don't think there's like, I don't know. Just don't go in expecting a lot, I guess. Totally. It's, I mean, it's watchable. It's definitely not the worst movie. Um, again, there's some cool imagery. It's a little bit of a letdown at the end. The um, The evil friend goes to my Trader Joe's, the one that... Uh, has a crush on her, but then ends up like stabbing her at the end. He goes to your what? My Trader Joe's. Oh, you know him <laughs> from Trader Joe's? Does yeah. he work there? No, he's like, he was a oh. shopper. He's an actor. I He was on this show called Revenge. Um, okay. And so I like that I used to watch. It's not on anymore, but I remember seeing him there. and I was like, oh, that's a guy from Revenge. And then I was like, oh, that's a guy from Trader Joe's. <laughs> 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 You know, I really liked the character, his character, Kobe, and yeah. throughout the entire movie and at the end, he ends up being a jerk and you're like, I mean, yeah, it, I was rooting for Kobe the whole time. I thought the boyfriend was kind of douchey and Same. then, and then I don't know, like, but there's also a part of me that was like, okay, is Kobe being in a selfish asshole or is Laura being a selfish asshole? Because if she dies, the whole game is over, right? Totally. That's what I was thinking. I honestly thought that she was going to kill herself to save her friends. And I think she probably should have. But 100%. then when he killed the boyfriend, then I was like, well, that was unnecessary. <laughs> that totally was unnecessary. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't really, I don't know. Some of the dialogue was weird. For the most part, it was okay. Um, the music was distracting for whatever reason. It kept taking me out of the movie. Um, there was a part where her friend is comatose in the hospital and the cop is outside on the phone with his wife and the conversation the cop is having when the comatose girl comes to <laughs> his wife and he's not paying attention is the most nonsensical conversation anyone has ever written like i don't know if he was ad-libbing but he was terrible at it he basically said I said no fucking Chinese food. No, I don't want Chinese food. No, I said no Chinese food. He says it like 17 times. And they said, okay, we can have Chinese food at the end of it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Who wrote that? <laughs> His character kind of sucked, though. He was like yeah. the cop that's just there that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to be comic relief, but really he just sucks. 
Yeah, but really, it was just like a poor, a poor character. Yeah. Okay. I'm flipping. I'm flipping to my. I'd give this two two stars, maybe two and a half. Mostly two stars. Mostly two. I'm good with two. Yeah, I, I think it could have been a lot worse. I think I was expecting it to be a lot worse. All right. I was too, for sure. Do we have any? Let me look and see if I have any trivia here. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg didn't want the movie to be made. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, uh, the film was made in South Africa um, from, again, a German director uh, and German production companies. But since everyone spoke English, they shot the film in English. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> uh, the film was originally supposed to be called Unknown Error. Um, and then later was, uh, renamed, uh, un, un, so it wouldn't be confused with unfriended because I guess in Germany, friend request is titled unfriend. And so it was, uh, I don't know. It's just confusing everybody. I That's guess. a very confusing. <laughs> I mean, it's already confusing. Reading it is confusing. And, uh, I already confused the movies a little bit in my head, even though one of them is, I think, far superior. Oh, um, I see. Okay, so I guess in Germany, friend request was titled Unfriend, and un- because Unfriended was released as unknown user in Germany. Yes. So they're all over the place. It is. It's already okay. confusing, and now it's even more confusing. <laughs> Doesn't make it easier to talk about. Mar- Marina's last name is an anagram of a friend, Netafar. Yes. That's how they got the last name. Brilliant. Fun fact. Br- brilliant choice. Ready to move director. on. Okay. <laughs> or writer, I guess, would make that up. Okay, so let's move on. Let's talk about Unfriended from 2014. It's written by Lavon Gabriad Gabrides. Gabriads? I don't know. It's a Georgian name. He's a Georgian director. It's written by Nelson Greaves, uh, who you might remember as a stuntman for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Heck yeah. He also did some writing on Sleepy Hollow and 24 Legacy, the TV shows. Um, The IMDb summary is a group of online chat room friends find themselves haunted by a mysterious supernatural force using the account of their dead friend. So this was your first time watching uh, Unfriended, Carly? No, I've seen this before. It was, yeah, it was a couple years ago. Um... It's still effective. I still really enjoyed it. I liked it, too. I still like it. I think it's more fun the first time you watch it, but it was still fun to rewatch. It was really like how it's shot. Yeah. And it's true. Like Steve was watching it with me for a little bit. And like when um, they're all like they're like all the friends are in the chat room together or whatever. And she's like texting her boyfriend or she's like, uh, the chick is like messaging her and she's writing what she wants to write and then deleting it and then writing it again and then deleting it. And then like just writing something super simple. And he's like, that's how it is. (laughs) I was like, yeah, like there's a lot of really honest moments in this, uh, in this movie. Yeah. And I really like how, like the way they filmed it, they basically recreated Skype like a Skype mm-hmm. Skype platform and they mm-hmm. filmed in a house and every character had their own room. They had every uh, actor decorate their bedroom and how they wanted to look for their character. And they basically would just sh- shoot all day in just like one take. 
Um, they all had earpieces in their ears so that the directors could kind of tell them what they would be, you know, looking at on screen and things like that. Um, it's really interesting, um, way to shoot. They did really long takes. Um, they did 16 days total for production. And this was six 12 hour days of principal photography. Wow. Um, yeah. And then picking up a couple like reshoots. Um, pretty impressive. And, you know, the reason they recreated Skype was just so that they wouldn't have like a lag like Skype kind of has sometimes, mm-hmm. as we are familiar with with our so podcast. Familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we use Skype to talk while we're recording. Um, I just think that's really interesting. I like that. I like that they were all recording at the same time. They were all filming at the same time in these different rooms and that they got to decorate them themselves. Like, that's just kind of fun. Um, there's so much trivia for this movie and there's no way we're going to get through it all. Um, but that was some of the more interesting things. I, I, I copied so much of it and I, I it's a small portion of everything on, on IMDb. So if you're interested, feel free to go on there and check it out. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> on there. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the main, the main thing that makes this movie is the way it's shot. You're really just looking at a computer screen the entire mm-hmm. time. You don't see a person in real time ever. Um, you're looking at her computer screen so you can see her face and her friend's faces when they're chatting. Um, but that's it. Otherwise, you're looking at, you know, her texting, her um not even texting, instant messaging, uh, mm-hmm. Facebook messaging. You can see her doing some research, playing music. So there's music in the movie, and it's all through what she's she's choosing to play through her computer, or also what uh, her ghost friend is choosing to play on her computer. Right. <laughs> I really like the part where they start playing liar, liar, you know, like when she's, yeah. you know, not telling the total truth of what happened. Um, so basically, these group, this group of friends, um, they're friends from high school, and, you know, some of the friendships are solid and some of them are kind of superficial. You know, there's definitely some mean girls in these mm-hmm. groups. It's a very, um, like, accurate portrayal of, like, a high school group, I feel like. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty, yeah. I, I, I and a lot of people have complained, like, I don't like the characters. I'm like, well, they're high school kids. You don't like high school kids. High school totally. kids generally are kind of horrible to each other, at least. Um, they're figuring it and, out. It's a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard time to be likable. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I was a terrible teenager. Nobody wanted to be around me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you have to have friends and you put up with a lot of shit. Uh, anyway, so I, I really like that aspect of it, too. It feels real. It really, I think because of the way it was shot, it helps it feel real. Um but so anyway, this group of friends, they they have a weird relationship. Their friend died a year ago and she committed suicide because she was being cyberbullied because her friends posted a video of her passed out drunk and leaking through her white shorts because she had her period. Right? Yes. I mean, that's so she was getting cyberbullied because that video was posted. And so this is kind of her revenge. You know, she appears in their chat. They don't know that it's her. It's just like a mysterious person they can't get rid of in their chat. And then, you know, they start getting these messages from her, from her Facebook and um, makes them makes them play a game, I guess. It's kind mm-hmm. of Saw-ish. 
but it's uh, Never Have I Ever, which is funny because they added that last minute to the movie. They didn't have that game in mind originally. Um, Really? That's interesting. They thought of it the morning before they shot it. Wow. (laughs) Which I thought it worked really well. Um, I really enjoyed that part of it because it's like forcing them to tell the truth. If one of, if they don't, if the person who, you know, did the bad thing she's accusing them of doesn't come forward then she'll kill somebody yeah so it's interesting um some of the kills are good some of them are not but i think for the most part they're pretty good uh the blender one especially is pretty brutal so gnarly yeah i like that one too because you kind of like when the video for the anonymous person like turns on and you can like vaguely see and they have to like figure out oh that's that's on ken's side like something's in your house yeah Yeah. you can see ken through the grate of the you know whatever the heater or whatever yeah the heating vent um and that's when they really start to be like oh shit that's yeah that's when they realize they're fucked because they already can be uh physically affected by whoever this person is yeah um there's also little details that are kind of cool i really like how um you know when we're looking at we only look at blair's screen i like how when we're looking at blair's screen she has like that facebook ads and stuff and the facebook ads are like you know have depression <laughs> or, yeah you know learn to cook um i just thought that was it got just fun fun little additions um i liked how when mean girl val dies um, she looks like she's just frozen on screen. You're like, and they're like, oh, her screen's just frozen. But then you can hear her dog barking, barking in the background. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, that's not frozen. You're, <laughs> you're just standing there, sitting there, all creepy. Um, I like it. It gets dramatic. You know, there's a love, love triangle. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, if it's it feels it feels like what high school might be like. totally i I don't know because this was not a thing i mean we had aol instant messenger Mm -hmm. and that's about it yeah we didn't thank god i can't even imagine rooms we had chat rooms but they weren't video chat rooms they were just like and you didn't even go in chat room i don't even remember i guess we, we would have some friend chat rooms but it was mostly just like i would go on yahoo chat (laughs) <laughs> go in different chat rooms i would Do just you remember like, i am people i rarely mm. went into chat rooms because i was oh, like i did all the forward. time <laughs> this is dumb i would go the, on yahoo i remember yahoo had all these chat rooms they had like giant like a chat room for anything and like i like the music ones and i mm-hmm. like the movie ones and i would go in those but like you know there's always creepy dudes everywhere <laughs> for sure i think that's why i stopped because i like would keep getting these like weird messages and i'd be like i don't want to talk to strangers <laughs> like yeah i only want to talk to people that i know go away <laughs> yeah and i used to yahoo i don't know if they still have it but yahoo games was also really fun i really like that because then they had like all these different games and you could play against strangers and i like playing all the card games um but you could chat that had a chat function too I was big on that. I was huge on that. But they didn't have anything like this. Like, I remember towards the end of high school, stuff like this started to come in play a little bit. Um, So I'm old. I graduated in 2002. And I remember getting mysterious instant messages, instant messages my last year, um, saying really inappropriate things I would never repeat. Um, 
and I'd be like, who is this? You know, and I just wouldn't know who it was. Yeah, it I would just, clo- I would close them. I remember, I, I totally know what you're talking about. I would get yeah. them too. And I would just be like, ah, block, go away. But it would be, <laughs> it would, it would obviously be a friend or totally. someone I thought was a friend because totally. how else would they have my handle? Only my friends, like you only shared yeah. your name with your friends. Like people didn't know, you know, just random people's names in there. 100%. So it, it would most likely be someone I thought was my friend or someone I thought was like a good person. Yeah. And they would send me like really mean, uh, honest, very, a little too honest um, and hurtful messages. And I'd be, I would just never know who that person was, you know. It's the, the beginning of the troll. Yeah. So that existed, um, but not to this level. Like yeah. there was not this kind of ability in what we had like Napster, right? We could listen to music on Napster. <laughs> I download. I think I use LimeWire primarily. Really? Even, yeah. Even on, I mean, it didn't. I mean, Napster was first. Napster was Napster before was totally LimeWire. First. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm talking like when it first started. Napster appeared. Uh, yeah. You can download any music. Yeah. And that was a big deal. Oh, man. I remember like I. I, I downloaded so, so many B sides on Napster. Oh. I feel so old talking about this, but I really loved Napster. And I remember, like, you would wait like an hour, two hours t- for a song to download. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? It took that long. I don't remember <laughs> it taking that long, but apparently, like, obviously, it was a long time ago. It, it took a long I mean, if you tried to download one, it an was album. like maybe 45 minutes. If you tried to download four or five, it'd be like You would like start the album in the morning, hours. and then when yeah. you got home, it would be probably ready. And maybe. you had dial-up, so like if your mom wanted to use the phone, you'd, you be, were like, just, no, you'd be like, no, I'm almost done. Yeah, it's so close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's great. I just made myself feel really old. No, I think it's just great. <laughs> um, I was really, uh, I forgot about chat roulette. And so when they brought that into the mix, it was oh, a nice reminder. Is that the like ra- random? Yeah. Random video chat. Yeah. You like go on, on video chat and you just like click connect or something like that. And it randomly connects you with someone else that's like on. Right. Online. Wasn't there like a bunch of celebrities that would do that from yeah, time to time? Totally. Yeah. And there was also and so they, like a lot of perverts, which is why it didn't. Uh, yeah. It's no more. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is still a thing, but I don't know. I'm sure it is. I mean, there's, there's, um, what's that other website called? Um, live stream, whatever that live stream website is. Uh, Periscope. I mean, oh, you can yeah. go on Periscope and watch anyone anyone's video totally i forgot about periscope as well i like to go on periscope especially when there's like natural disasters because people always like have videos of it i remember when there was the big hurricanes in florida last year um or was it earlier this year i don't remember Uh, i remember i was like spending a long time on periscope because i couldn't contact my parents because their power went out and so i was like you know watching these storm chasers and like there's all these different people just like videotaping like what was happening um and i I was like addicted to it i couldn't turn it off because you can go anywhere in the world and you can look at where you're going and it's just it's very great website it's very interesting website all right, sorry. Okay, I digress. We were talking about unfriended. Yep, chat roulette. 
I don't know. Chat roulette. I, I thought that was a clever idea um, to because she knows her friend called 911 and the ghost just intercepted the call. However, right. that works. Um, so instead, she she goes on this periscope type Russian roulette type video chat and talks to about 20 different people. There is a pervert or two in there also yeah. and a couple like people who are just stoned and being dicks <laughs> um, until she reaches like a nice woman who is willing to help her. Um, clever. I, I liked that. I liked how that worked, but it was too little too late, unfortunately. Yeah, they were just all fucked from the beginning. Really? There was no going back on it. Yeah. So basically, at the end of this movie, everyone dies, even Blair. Um, Blair dies last, and basically, um, our ghost, Laura, which is confusing because in the last film, Laura was the good person. I know. I was just like, what? (laughs) Laura in this movie is the ghost. Um, Basically ruins Blair's reputation before killing her. Um. So Blair can see on Facebook all these horrible things being posted about what really happened. Um, the end of the video where Blair is like, I got her. You know, I finally got her. Uh, yeah. And they're like, how could you? You killed her. Yeah. Something I caught this time around that I didn't catch the first time was um, when at the beginning when Blair is trying to uh, fix the memorial site for Laura um she uh when she hits submit it goes back and it just says i got her i got got her her, i got her yeah which at the end ties in but at first i was like what does that mean i got her okay caught it this time i'm a goddamn genius (laughs) no this movie was done really really well and i think um, I mean, there was definitely a stigma around it based on maybe the title, maybe, I don't know. But I remember when I saw it, I think I watched it like through popcorn time or something like that. Okay. And I was like, oh, like I'm bored. I'm just going to watch like a shitty horror movie. And so like right. I put it on and I was like, this is actually really good. And I was like, does anybody else like actually like this? Does anybody else, has anybody else actually <laughs> seen this? Because... I don't know if I would have seen it if it wasn't for that like weird like one-off moment, especially because well, it hasn't the, been streaming. I think people in our age group write it off, but I think it actually did really well in theaters. Um, hence the re- remake, the the sequel that just came out, which I think is pr- a very different movie than this movie. Yeah. Um, but I do want to see it. I've heard it's actually pretty good, and I don't doubt that it's good. Um, I thought that the trailer for the Unfriended Dark Web looked good. Um, but yeah, no, just in looking through the trivia, uh, it actually, they keep saying like how it was actually really successful. Um, let me look really quick and see, um, see how it did. Uh, Are there any, um, fun deleted scenes from on the DVD? Cause I know you said you had that. You know, I have the DVD. It has no special anythings. Um, I do know that there are, I mean, there's like infinite amount of deleted scenes. I mean, they, they shot constantly. Um, the whole trailer is basically scenes that aren't in the movie. If you watch the trailer, none of it will look familiar to you. Um, they just didn't, uh, 
I don't know. You know how sometimes they do that with trailers? They like don't even put any of the movie in the trailer. They did that a lot with uh, Paranormal Activity trailers. Um, I think when there's just that much footage, you have a lot more to work with and you can build a trailer that's interesting without giving anything away for the movie at all. Hmm. Yeah, because I know that they shot Laura's suicide like a bunch of different times. Yeah. I'm looking up the budget and profit. Okay, here we go. Unfriended grossed. 32.5 32.5 million in North wow. America and 31.6 million in other territories for a worldwide gross of 64.1 million against a budget of 1 million. That's, I would say that's a s- successful film. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um I think it, it, I mean people must have liked it. I didn't hear anyone talking about it and I think it's just because we're older and probably as the younger people watching it. I, I I don't know what made me want to watch this movie. I feel like I was sick and it was just there. So I turned it on and I was like immediately interested. I, I think it was like something to turn on while I was on my phone or something. And I just mm-hmm. was immediately interested and couldn't stop watching it. Um, and every time I tell someone I like this movie, I think you should watch it. They're always like, why are you fucking with me? I'm like, it's not a joke. It's really, I think it's, I've never seen anything like this. I don't now. It's, is it a work of art? Is it the best horror movie made in the past five years? No, it's really, really not, but it's really enjoyable and interesting and different. Um, and Let's be honest, a lot of the best horror movies out there are dealing with teenagers, and who knows why? They just are. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because they're more apt to make the silly decisions. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. It's just a really, I I think it's great. I, uh, and even in rewatching it, I was like, what if this doesn't hold up to the idea I had in my head? Like, what if I rewatch this and it's not good? Um, but then I was like, no, it's still good. I still like it. Same. Um, I really enjoyed it again. So it's interesting when they made this for other countries, they changed, completely changed the interface of Skype, Gmail, YouTube uh, to non-English versions so oh, that wow. it was completely translated for um, for other countries. I thought that was really interesting. That is really um, interesting. Um, so it was probably a lot of work <laughs> doing all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the way, I don't know how they did it. Like, I, th- this must have been really hard to edit. Um, and I really think they did a fantastic job, especially for just a $1 million budget. Like, this is really impressive. Um, I also think it's funny when they were casting this film, they casted it through Skype. Of course. <laughs> and, they had, and they had everyone um, kind of play off each other in a Skype room, you know, like Skype chat and, and have them play off each other. Um, I just really, I don't know. I just really like all of it. I, I, reading through the trivia is just really fun. There's a lot of crazy shit they had to do. Um, they had, uh, I guess there were people, um, there were crew members in the rooms with the people filming and like prodding them to like get them jumpy. Yeah. Um, while they were filming, <laughs> which is pretty funny. That is they really funny. Like, remove, edit, edit them out of the shots. <laughs> <laughs> they were there. Um, I don't know. I really like all of it. I'm, I enjoy it. I own it, and I am happy I own it, so I can watch it whenever I want. Yeah, I definitely might buy it. I think. I mean, I. I mean, I paid three dollars for it. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, a, at a used video store. Sounds was, about right. You know, yeah. Which I is. I mean, I would pay more for it, but you know, why? If I can find it like that. Totally. <laughs> All right. Let's move on then. We have another segment here, Carly. Which uh, which segment are we doing in our final round today? Amy and Carly answer Ask Reddit questions about social media. Oh, how fitting. Isn't that funny how that happens? It's I so mean, funny. <laughs> Just the funniest. All right. uh, our first question is Anon123M who asks, what is the main reason you unfollow someone on social media? Honestly, usually for me, it's they are political in a way that I don't appreciate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really like, I don't know. I guess that would be, yeah, that's probably that's it. The, I mean, if they're posting things that are making me upset on a regular basis, like I don't need to fight with that person. I just don't want to look at it, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of how it works. I, I concur. <laughs> my, for my for my mental state, that's how it works now. I um, agree. Here, here. All right. Same. Uh, B for Bradley asks... As a whole, do you think social media does more harm than good? If so, why? I don't. Um, I think, I don't know though, because I'm not like, I feel like if I had the internet and social media as a teenager, the way that kids have it now, I think it would have been a different story. But like for me personally, it's more like an easy way to keep in touch with people that because I've lived so many different places that like I don't get to see on a regular basis and kind of try to like stay up to date with what's going on in their lives or to meet amazing new people like through this podcast. Um, but for me personally, or like even to just stay current on events that are going on in the world that I'm like curious about. Um, so I don't know. I I personally don't think that it does more harm than good, but I can definitely see how like in some people's lives that it could. I 100% think it does more harm than good, but it's just a part of who we are now and yeah. we have to just deal with it. I think, uh, I think we haven't quite figured out how to do it right <laughs> and it's still a fucking mess. Totally. Um, People don't treat each other the way they would do in normal lives um, on social media, and it causes a lot of issues. I don't think that, I don't know. I don't think it's helping us as a society or as a world. I think it can. I think sometimes it does, but I think as a whole, which is asking as a whole, do I think it's doing more harm than good? Yes, I think on, as a whole it is. I don't think it has to, and I hope it changes, but um, yeah, I think it's pretty horrible. A lot of the time, <laughs> you know, I read too many comments is really the problem. I need to like stop reading comments of things. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Dolphin Blubber asks, which celebrities would you not follow on social media? Like specifically not follow them. Uh, I don't. I don't feel like I follow like too many celebrities. Right. Um, which ones would you like purposefully never follow? Them? Oh, I'd never follow a Kardashian. Yes. Or a Jenner. Or a Jenner. That, yeah, that whole family. I just, I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. No interest in that whatsoever. Me just neither. Reality, really, honestly. Stars in general. Yeah. Not my no cup of tea. No reality stars. Um, in general, politicians I steer, for, steer oh, away from in same. general. There's a couple that are exceptions of that, but for the most part, no thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm, I feel like 
it's safer to follow comics because because they tend to keep things kind of light. <laughs> yeah. And uh, enjoyable. I really like following Chelsea Handler on Instagram. Oh, I don't follow her. her. Oh, she's fun. I, I follow Kristen I like Bell her. and I love her. Oh, Kristen Bell is great. Also, uh, God damn it. What's her name? Anna Kendrick. Oh, on Twitter. She's like, she's great. She's an angel amongst angels. I love her. Follow her all day long. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I think it's Teresa Soros. That's what I think too. <laughs> Teresa Sor Teresa Soros three asks, what would happen if one day all forms of social media disappeared without warning? How would people react? They would freak out. They would freak out. I think I would only be bummed for like myself of like pictures that may have like been lost. Um, yeah. But otherwise I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. That's basically how I feel about it. It's really, I'd be bummed about pictures, but that's it. I think a lot of people would be, be relieved at first because <laughs> they're, they're, a lot of their memories might be gone. Right. But I think as a whole, people would also have like a giant sigh of relief. I think yeah. there would be like, a, oh, fuck, what do we do? Oh, oh, we can enjoy life without the shit anymore. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, okay, Sleepy Jelly Bean, Sleepy Pie Jelly Bean asks, what are your social media pet peeves? Oh, man, I have so many. <laughs> Go on. I'm going to think. Okay. Um, I hate it when people retweet sensational fake articles oh. about things making people die that are fake um, and claiming they're real and doing no research to check if they're real or not first. It drives me nuts. I will call those people out every single time. <laughs> I'm like, if it seems insane, it probably is. And there's <laughs> probably more to the story or it's completely made up. So if you are reposting something and you have done zero research to see if it's true, you read some bullshit article on some bullshit website that has no credibility whatsoever, you are a part of the problem. And you need to be shut down and this post needs to be removed because you are just recreating hysteria for bullshit. And that's the biggest part of, of social media that's fucked up. It's part of the reason we're in the situation we're in now as a country. And I think a lot of a lot of our problems are stemming from people becoming obsessed with news that's not actually news, um, people not reading both sides of the story, people just jumping on whatever band train, band train. Um, <laughs> Close box. People hopping on whatever brand wagon they want to that they think they're supposed to be on instead of thinking for themselves and being... Um, a responsible human being in society. This is why social media is bullshit. And this is why social media doesn't work. Is people just are irresponsible with their comments and posts. Um, and I'm sorry, I kind of went on a little rant there. But that's, I guess that's one of my big ones. Yeah. The other one, uh, spelling issues. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything to add, Carly? <laughs> I just, that's so funny. I, um, yes, I get that. I think that you nailed it with uh, people reposting without doing their own research. Everything on the internet is not true, my friends. Not, not only that, or it's completely, If even if it is somewhat true, it's not necessarily all true. And if right. you're not doing your own research, like 
you suck. You're spreading this disease in your own life on purpose. You're outraged on something that's not even real. Um, you're distracting us from the real issues at hand and you must be destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Amy's going to take you down. I also don't, this isn't even a social media thing necessarily, but when someone writes me a message, it, what, what it could be email, it could be Facebook, it could be a comment on my wall. It could be any of these things. My name is spelled A I M E E. It's spelled A-I-M-E-E. I know most Amy's are spelled A-M-Y. I understand that. But there's enough of us A-I-M-E-E people that you probably know at least one of us, or you've heard of Amy Mann, who's a singer who spells her name our way, or, or you know, something. It's not that uncommon, right? No, it's not. Okay. Even if you think this is uncommon and where you live, there's no A-I-M-E-E's. If you see my name, if you typed in my name to send me a message and then you type my name amy i'm fucking over you i'm over (laughs) you i don't you couldn't take five seconds to double check like who are you we've met before we know each other you know my name isn't spelled that way you can see it above where you're writing yeah you're still choosing to misspell it we're done maybe it was autocorrect no (laughs) no no, it's uh, unacceptable, and I get upset about that as well. Fair enough, I get that. Oh my god, not even to, like, I'm totally going to take us a different way, but I thought the story was really interesting, and it has to do with names, so I'm going to tell it. Tell it. There is there is this girl, her name is Summer. I don't remember her last name. She's on Twitter. She, her entire life, has been called Heather. Her whole life. She's she's adopted. And her adopted parents named her Heather. She was a baby when she was adopted. And her whole life, I'm sorry, her adopted parents named her Summer. Okay, I was and like, her whole wait, life, <laughs> then that's her name? <laughs> her adopted parents named her Summer. And her whole life, everyone has been mistakenly call her, calling her Heather. You can even go in her Twitter history and see she has a hashtag not Heather or not a Heather. It's something like that. She made all these posts about... She says, like, she has a weekly quota where a stranger or someone she knows, she says, even her own husband has called her Heather mistakenly before. What? How? That doesn't even... Which is crazy. I don't even get it. So, apparently, what happens is when you're adopted and your parent gives you up for adoption, if they don't name you first, wherever you go in between will give you, you know, a a basic name or give you a name just so you're not known as baby number two, three, four. Sure. You know, they'll just give you a name. So the, apparently her, that name was Heather. And she found this out when she finally found her biological parents. And they told her this because she asked them, what was my name before my name was Summer? And they said it was Heather. So her whole life, people have been mistakenly calling her what her name was when she was born. How did they know that, though? I I think that they know that. They they have, they get a file on her and probably maybe even get updates. I don't know. But like her but husband? I don't know. This is the weird thing is that people just think she's a Heather and just call her Heather. And she never understood why. She's like, I guess I just look like a Heather. I don't know. It's crazy. That's so weird. It's so weird. I, my brain can't handle it. 
it's it's my brain exploded when I read that story. <laughs> and she's like a real person on Twitter. You can talk. To I have her. so many okay. questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions, too. But her brain exploded, too. She was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Apparently, I was a Heather at one point. That's, she's like, okay, my hashtag no longer makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of that. I mean, at this point, just change your middle name to Heather. So it's not even wrong. Totally. You know? Yeah. All right, let's do this uh, last question. Okay, what's the last one? Old guy who sits in front asks, which historical figures would have been most likely to write social media posts all in caps? What do you think? Hmm. I feel like... I feel like Thomas Jefferson was a yeller and a spitter. Oh, I could see that. He would totally... <laughs> I feel like a lot of our founding fathers would have, because my first thought was definitely like George Washington. Well, yeah, he had wood wooden teeth. Wooden teeth. I think that's a... Is that real? Yes. Okay. I didn't know. I know <laughs> I've heard that like for my whole life, but I never knew if that was like a quote unquote real fact, like the Snapple I facts. Think it's, it's a... I think it's a hashtag true fact. Amazing. Um, yeah. Who else? Beethoven? Yes. That hair. There's no way that guy wasn't yelling all the time. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is a fun one. Um, <laughs> Amelia Earhart you think had, well, yeah, I mean, she had the airplane in the background all the time. That's she true. had to like yell so people could hear her. Queen, you know? Queen Elizabeth, maybe. <laughs> Why Queen Elizabeth? Is there a reason know. for it? No, just or because she's just, just, just like, she, whatever she says is probably important on social media. So like she just really <laughs> wants to drive it home. <laughs> all right this is fun okay that's all i got uh okay i think we can close out that segment is there anything else we want to talk about before we close out i mean you just had a trip to iceland how was that oh my god it was amazing you guys it was amazing we had a camper van and we just drove around the island and stayed at different campsites and just experienced a wonderful country and uh i don't know i can't say enough good things about it did I you saw eat all puffin. the butter i ate butter by the brick yeah 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 um cream is mm -hmm. a thing skier is there uh it's like a cheese that's very similar to yogurt yes i've it's had a uh, thick and creamy yogurt there's uh yeah. this place this restaurant called destroyer by my job and they have oatmeal that I always get and it has skier in it. It's delicious. Oh, it's so good. S-K-Y-R. They have yeah. it at grocery stores here, um, but it's everywhere there. It's in everything and it's everywhere. Um, I saw a puffin in real person. Oh. I went to the aquarium, Carly, and there was a puffin <laughs> on the table and you could sit next to oh it. Oh my God. Uh, I if love you go puffins. on my Instagram, there's all sorts of stuff on there. <laughs> um, uh, what else did we do? I don't know. We did a lot. Uh, we went to this museum of sorcery and witchcraft. Heck, which yeah. Which was re really interesting. I actually bought the guidebook that was in English there because it had all the stories of everything there and pictures of everything there. So instead of taking pictures of everything in the museum, I really just bought the book. Um, and I thought it would be kind of like the history of how they kind of like an American history, how we had, you know, the Salem witch trials and how a lot of that is, is based off of issues with women. Mm -hmm. Um, 
misogyny right. and hatred of women um, and women, you know, being midwives, basically <laughs> helping women with unwanted pregnancies and then being called witches because, you know, the babies were missing. All sorts of things like that, you know, where it's really about being against women. I thought this was what this would be about, but it's about actual fucking sorcery. So <laughs> that's awesome. I need to see this book. They had grimoires. Yes. They had like actual grimoires. Oh they had my God. actual um they'd find a grimoire and then they'd find like a things in the ground that uh were in the grimoire for a spell. <laughs> like it's insane. Like the types of spells they did. It w- there was one where like you get a piece of skin from a something else and you tape it or you somehow attach it to your thigh, and then you, when you have this monster, it suckles on your thigh. I'm not kidding. There's some crazy Whoa. fucking shit in there that makes me like want to write a movie and include all this shit in there because it's insane. There's one where it's like, okay, you have to have permission from this deceased man, and you take off his skin from his hips down through his feet, um, and then you step into his bottom half like... Like, like pants. pants suit, oh my like God. pants, but it even had toenails on it. Like what? And then it had toenails on it, and you have to wear them for the rest of your life. But the balls fill with coins, <laughs> and then so you're rich forever. But when you die, you have to like hand them over to someone else, or else you like die this horrible death. So like when you take the pants off, someone else has to be putting them on at the same time you're taking them off. It's a very complicated uh, procedure. Anyway, there's like the, it's if you're ever in Iceland, I highly recommend going to the sorcery museum. It's very small. It's very a fairly quick experience. It's in this little tiny town, um, but it was very very interesting. That's super interesting. I have to ask because so one of my friends just went, um, and uh, obviously because of the podcast that we are, did you go to the penis museum? No, but the, I did walk by it. <laughs> I'm so s- upset that you didn't go in. <laughs> well, we only, okay, so the penis, there is a penis museum. I meant to take a picture and post it on our Instagram. I'm so and surprised. I just, um, so when I was in Reykjavik, um, which is their main city, really the only city, uh, all the other places are very small towns. It's very much a city, but there's nothing else that's a city there, um, at least that I saw. Uh, so... Our last day, uh, our last full day, we were in Reykjavik and we were just walking around the city, but they were having a huge festival Mm -hmm. the next night uh, called the Culture Festival, which had a lot of music and art and things like that. And the week weekend before that was their Gay Pride Festival. So like there were a billion people there. Like there were so many people there. Um, and we only had a limited amount of time in this town. We were drinking and like just being able to like cut off and go into a museum was just not going to happen. Um, I did spend an enormous amount of time at Lebowski bar drinking white Russians. But <laughs> yes, I was so jealous <laughs> and also excited and also made me want to go to Iceland. Yeah, it was just a really good time. I highly recommend it. But it was just nice to get away from America for a little while, honestly. For I sure. Mean, I love our country, but it's just nice to remove myself from news and um, daily life. And I didn't really go on social media, but I was posting on Instagram a lot just because I was having fun taking pictures. Um, That's what I did. 
just totally removing myself from everything just taking a lot of pictures enjoying where i'm at like we there were days where we didn't see like any people like (laughs) we were out in the middle of nowhere and it was the most beautiful places we've ever been we spent hours at this beach with no other people and it was one of the most beautiful beaches ever um just a lot of things a lot of things a lot of different weather we encountered um a lot of different temperatures. Um, nothing was uh, set in stone. You know, mm-hmm. you never quite know. So you just kind of live in layers. And I mean, luckily, we were just driving around in a minivan with all our stuff in it. So like, and our van, all our van was, it had a bed. And then it had all our stuff in it. Um, it had some camping gear and it had sleeping bags. And so we just we had all our stuff with us at all times. It's just like, I don't know. It was an interesting experience. I'm hardly an outdoors person. Um, but I think I did really well under the circumstances. I really got out of my comfort zone and um, enjoyed and just immersed myself in it, you know, and enjoyed myself a lot. I feel I feel like a different person. I feel very relaxed. Um That's awesome. Apparently I need to vacation like this more often. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, for real. It's it's uh it's like hitting the restart button a little bit. Yeah. I was really like having a hard time with everything and like stressed out all the time about everything and now I'm just kind of like, all right, everything's going to work out and I'm just going to do what I got to do. <laughs> and there you go. You know? There you have it. And there you go. There you go. Hit the restart button. Go to Iceland. It's really expensive, but it's worth it. <laughs> Getting there is super cheap, by the way. I know. I literally had like, I feel like you're like the fourth person that I know that's gone to Iceland in the past like three months. I hear that a lot too. I don't, I mean, I know a couple people that have been to Iceland. Um, One of my friends got married there a couple years ago and my other friend got engaged there uh, a few years before that. Uh (laughs) So, um, but I, I will say I'm glad we did it the way we did it we didn't do the really touristy things we kind of just set our own path and we did a little bit of the touristy thing and we were a little underwhelmed um i'm glad we kind of just went off to areas that don't see a lot of tourism Mm -hmm. just because um i feel like we got to experience a lot of things that other people miss out on when they go totally yeah, I talked for a long time. How was your trip? You went on a trip. It was good. I just um, I just went to Idaho to visit my family and Steve's family. And it was actually really good timing. We went when there was like a meteor shower. And so oh, cool. his family lives like in the middle of nowhere, um, which is awesome because especially when you live in like big cities, the sky at night is still pretty, but it's not what it should be and so like literally we saw a million shooting stars we saw the milky way like mars was really bright like it was just like the i'm a huge i love the night sky and i like literally could have just sat outside for like hours awesome it was so beautiful and it was really nice getting to see family and getting to see my nephew who's like growing up he's adorable Um, so yeah, it was, it was I really hate good. it when they do that. I, know. I hate it when they grow up. <laughs> Stay tiny like puppies. Stay, why are you big all of a sudden? Do you even know who I am anymore? <laughs> These are the types of things I say to my nieces and nephews when I see them. Kids say the funniest things too. Like he came out, oh, he heard God. us come in. It was like late at night and he came out in like his diaper and he was like, I'm naked. He's like, I have to go put on clothes. And I'm like, all right, he's like three. 
It's like so cute. He called Steve Stuve and I couldn't get over it. It's so cute. That's cute. I love it. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. And uh, so, all right. So upcoming things. I know. Okay. So we've promised quite a bit to our Patreons (laughs) and we have not been following through. So quick apology for that. We're a little scatterbrained. Um. I know we said we needed help picking episodes and some of you did request some things. So we will slowly incorporate those films. No plans yet. Uh, Sorry for that. We realized today it was our anniversary tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're like, shit, we have to do an anniversary episode. So, yeah. So next week we're going to do an anniversary episode. Uh, We won't be talking about any movies in particular. We'll be talking about the past year of our podcast. Um, it's our second anniversary, Carly. Can you believe we've been doing this for two years? I can't, but I love it so much. I know. Did you ever think we would do this for this long? Because I sure was fucked up. I didn't. I was like, I'm just along for the ride. I'm stoked. <laughs> and we've been fairly consistent. We have. This um, is really the first, like, lapse in our episodes, I feel like. And we did it on purpose. Yeah. I mean, we planned on taking a break. Um, I mean, we might have missed a week here or there, but for the most part, we didn't. Um I will say uh, we love our Patreons. We've noticed a boost in our Patreons. Um, I think instead of our Patreon was sponsored by a thing, I think we'll just do a listener or a Patreon spotlight each week. I think it's just going to be easier because we have so many high-level subscribers right now. Listing all of you every episode is impossible. So (laughs) what do you think? We're going to do that, I think. Um, pick one person each each week to spotlight and talk about. Um, I will also say, uh, beyond that, we are going to be going to Son of Monster Palooza, which is another horror festival we have out here uh, in September. Yeah. So we'll have lots of fun things for our Patreon members then. I'm sure we'll do a bunch of live streams and I was gonna say, that type of thing. Instagram yeah. live streams and things like that. So just for you guys. Just for you guys. Um. And thank you for all our new Patreon subscribers. Thank you for our past Patreon subscribers. And thank you, anyone who's really stuck with us for this long. It's really awesome. And you're allowing us to to make these trips like Monster Palooza and Son of Monster Palooza possible, uh, as, lo- as well as keeping our podcast going with your contributions. So thank you so much. If we don't say it enough, we really appreciate we you. A lot. And love you a lot. It's true. Um, but I think that's it for this week. So next week will be just kind of a free-flowing episode. If you have questions for us, we will be taking your listener questions. So anybody, please feel free. Shoot us an email, tweet us, comment in our comment section, post on Patreon, however you want to do it. Or you can email us. Did I already say email? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Throw Final us Girls a question. <laughs> at gmail.com. Finalgirlshorrorcast at gmail.com is how you can email us. Um, so really any way you want. Uh, I know there's a couple episodes that are cutting off on our final girls feed. Uh, I'm going to try and fix those as soon as possible. But if you really want to listen to those episodes, listen to our episodes through the modern horrors feed instead. Um, and they're complete episodes. Sorry for that issue. I didn't get to fix it before I left and I just haven't had time yet. I will do it eventually. (laughs) Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the announcements I have. Is there anything you need to announce? I'm seeing the Meg tonight, finally. 
Oh, you didn't get to see it because you were sick. I was Poor sick. Thing. It broke my freaking heart. Um, so tonight, tonight I'm going to see it and I might do a thoughts. Yes. Uh, you might be doing more videos yeah. too. We're going to try to work that into the repertoire as well. Yes, ma'am. Woo. All right. Okay, well, I think that's it then. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You're so out of practice. (laughs) That's my favorite.